If you don't like what someone says, just cancel them. If you don't agree with the way someone lives their lives, just move on from them. We live in a world where rejection is becoming the norm. Thankfully, our identity doesn't rest on the actions of others. Join me this week as we begin a whole new series on teaching your children who they are. Hi, and welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. The past couple of weeks, we've covered salvation and the Lordship of Jesus. If you haven't had a chance to go listen to those episodes, I want to encourage you to go back and take a listen. Once our children become a new creation in Christ, learning what their identity is in Christ is very important. The stability of knowing who you are in Christ assures us that no matter what happens in our lives, there is one thing that never changes, who we are. I want to encourage you to go over to RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org and subscribe to the Prayer Tribe. You will be joining women all around the world who are transforming the lives of their children through prayer. I will leave a link in the show notes. This week, I want to talk to you about how in Christ, our children are fully and completely accepted. In Victor of the Darkness by Neil Anderson, he says this, Acceptance was replaced by rejection, therefore we have a need to belong. Do you wrestle with rejection from others? Do you see your children wrestling with rejection from their friends at school or the people they work with? The rejection of others is one of the hardest things for anybody. Thankfully, there's freedom in the acceptance of God. For us to understand the acceptance of God, we need to go back and revisit what exactly happened to us when Adam and Eve gave in to sin in the Garden of Eden, if we're to recover from its effects in our personal lives. God created every one of us with a need for belonging, both to him and to one another. But instead of feeling like we belong, we fight the feelings of rejection that bombard us moment by moment by those we love and those we meet. So let's talk about how our children are accepted by God and the difference that that makes in their lives. The first thing I want to share with you is that they have the right to be children of God. Look with me at John 1, 12. But to all who believed in him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. When we have or adopt children of our own, they are always and forever our children. There's nothing that can change that fact. When we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, it is the very same thing. We become his children forever and always. Nothing can ever change our position as a child of the king. It's our identity. It's who we are. Our children need to understand this so that they don't spend a lifetime always looking for the proverbial pat on the back. It's easy to think who we are is what we do. For instance, if I were to ask you, who are you? What would you say? Would you say, I'm so-and-so's wife, or I'm so-and-so's mom, or I'm a teacher or a nurse, or you fill in the blank. The only answer to that question as a child of God is, I'm a child of God. All those other things are what we do as a child of God. We need to teach our children not to confuse what they do with who they are. 
The second thing I want to share with you about identity is that as a child of God, you're spiritually alive. 1 Corinthians 6.17 tells us this, But the person who is joined to the Lord is one with him in spirit. Receiving Jesus as Lord and Savior invites the Holy Spirit to come alive in us. At the moment of conversion, we go from being spiritually dead to spiritually alive. Adam and Eve chose disobedience in the garden when they ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The consequence of their disobedience was spiritual death. Because of this, we are all born spiritually dead until we receive Jesus as our Savior and Lord, even our children. At the very moment of conversion, we become spiritually alive in Christ. We become one in spirit with him. If your children have received Jesus as their Lord and Savior, they are now spiritually alive and one in spirit with him. The third thing I want to share with you is something that means so much to me as a child of God. 1 Corinthians 12, 27 tells us this, all of you together are Christ's body and each of you is a part of it. Your family is unique from everyone else's and chances are when you're together, there are things that make you unique to one another. It might be looks or mannerisms or even the sound of each other's voices. For instance, our family has several family mantras. When we're together in a conversation, chances are you're going to hear some of those mantras spoken by one or the other of us. These are unique to our family. In the same way, when Jesus becomes Lord and Savior, you become a part of a body of Christ. The closer you walk with Jesus, the more we resemble Christ and each other. We will speak truth to one another. We will strive to walk in the Spirit. There will be very specific things that will distinguish us as the body of Christ. And most of all, it'll be for our love for one another. We are family, and when our children know they are part of something bigger than themselves, it changes the way they see themselves and the way they see others. The fourth thing I want to share with you is something that we don't often realize as a child of God. It's simply something we don't talk about very much. Look with me at Ephesians 1 verse 1. See if you can find it. This letter is from Paul, chosen by the will of God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus, I'm writing to God's people, his saints in Ephesus, who are faithful followers of Christ. If you tell someone they're stupid, chances are, no matter how smart they are, they will believe they're stupid. We tend to believe the words spoken of us by others. It's the same for the believer in Christ. In the Bible, people who do not follow Jesus were referred to as sinners. If we always refer to ourselves as forgiven sinners, we will sin. But when we look at this passage in Ephesians, we see that followers of Jesus are only referred to as saints. Never are followers of Jesus referred to as sinners. If we refer to ourselves as redeemed saints, we will be more likely to act like one. Pay attention to how you speak to your children. Are you calling out their true identity in Christ? Our children cannot behave contrary to what they genuinely believe about themselves. As a child of God, You and your children are a redeemed saint who occasionally sins. I want to wrap all of this up today by talking about something I'm very passionate about, and that is the freedom that we have as a child of God. Freedom is part of our identity, as we see in Colossians 1.14. For he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son, who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins. Let me ask you this question. Have you ever visited a dog pound? 
If you have, you've seen some of the cutest puppies and dogs ever. It's one of my favorite places to go. But as cute as they are, they're all caged up. They have no freedom to run or even the freedom to be loved. Some may never make it out alive unless they're rescued. When we do not know Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we are like those locked up puppies. We have no freedom to be all God created us to be. We have no freedom to be unconditionally loved. Most importantly, we will never make it out of this life to live an eternity with Jesus in heaven. That is exactly what Jesus did for you and me and for our kids. He rescued us from our locked up cage of darkness and sin and set us free to be all he created us to be and live an abundant life in him. He has set us free to experience the unconditional love of our Heavenly Father. He set us free to live an eternity with Him in heaven. That's the best news out there. And it isn't fake news. I personally believe that one of the biggest things that prevent our children from walking in victory on a day-to-day basis is not understanding and believing who they are in Christ and their true identity. As you allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you this week, kick unbelief to the curb and boldly walk in the truth of who you are as a child of God and then share that with your children. I mentioned the book by Neil Anderson, Victor of the Darkness. Neil Anderson has taken the Bible, opened it up and shares in this book the power of our identity in Christ. I highly recommend you get a copy of it and read it. I hope this episode has blessed you. If it has, please share it with a friend or family member. And don't forget to hit the follow button. Let me pray for you this week. Heavenly Father, thank you for my friend. I lift them up before you, Lord. May they come to know who they truly are, an accepted child of God this week. That is our identity. I want to thank you for that. And Lord, give us those open doors to teach this to our children. In Jesus' name, amen.